2: Hi guys, my name is Kat. And my name's Letitia. And you're listening to Basically Besties. And we are going to kick off the episode with our side eye of the week. Do you wanna give everyone a rundown of what that is?
3: Yep, side eye of the week is just a little segment that we want to do at the start, and it's something that's happened in our week that was just a little bit suspicious <laughs> and kinda had to side-eye it away. So do you wanna start off with your side eye of the week? I would love to start.
2: So this is like, I don't know, it feels like a minor side eye, but it's still a side eye. So Jonathan, my husband, and I went out for dinner this week and we went to this amazing Asian restaurant on the Gold Coast. It's one of my favourites. And whenever we go to a restaurant, I'm always like, you you decide, babe. You go through the menu and just pick out whatever – you want for me because I'm so indecisive like I will literally look at a menu and not be able to make a decision so I handed that over to him and he orders so much food like you know dad just goes yeah he goes crazy he goes wild like he will just order literally the whole menu Mm -hmm. so all this food comes out and you know by the second dish I was already feeling full I probably had like a bite of every other dish that he you know that came out for us and he demolished everything and I really hate how men can eat whatever the hell they want Mm. and not gain any weight yeah but I feel like as a woman you have one bad thing and it instantly goes to your thighs or your stomach or whatever and you just feel guilty but I feel
3: like women just notice it more you reckon yeah yeah I don't think it's that big of a deal anyways.
2: Yeah, I feel like every time I overeat or, you know, have a guilty pleasure like macaroni and cheese or a burger, I feel like I have to get to the gym the next day. Whereas dad, Jonathan, will eat whatever the hell he wants. I mean, he is a regular gym goer. Yeah,
3: yeah, I was just about to say our dad. (laughs) (laughs) Dad is like... A gym freak will go no matter what, even if he works all day, he will go to the gym and he, besides eating out, like he plans all of his meals. Yeah. So. I guess, but it's still annoying. Yeah, it is still (laughs) annoying. I agree. I agree.
2: Yeah. So what's your side eye?
3: So my side eye of the week was actually really traumatic, to be honest. What happened? Um, (laughs) I was going shopping and it was pretty late at night. It was like 9.30 p.m. I guess, and I just decided to walk down because it was really close to us, to where we're staying. So you walked to the grocery store alone at 9.30. Yeah, with headphones on, blasting music. I couldn't hear anything. It was great. (laughs) Anyways, did my shopping and then – I had two bags and they were pretty full like they're pretty heavy and mm-hmm. I was like thinking in my head this is gonna be like a home alone moment like you know when like <laughs> yes. like Kevin's like, Kevin and, just, they like just spill w- and they just split all over the floor I was like a little bit scared for that so I was like should I get a trolley like it's as the- in walk back to the h- room with the trolley yeah or- people do it all the I'm time pretty sure that's illegal (laughs) like you're not it doesn't matter anyways (laughs) so I pop everything in the trolley and I'm right at the door like the sliding door of the shopping center I'm about to walk out and like there's like maybe three or four people walking in at the same time so we're crossing paths right yeah They are all looking at me. That's what it feels like. And I go to push the trolley and it locks, but I was really confused. I was like, oh, maybe it's just like a bump. I have to go over it a little bit harder. So I push it again. I push it again. And these people are just like staring at me, like looking at me trying to steal a trolley. (laughs) Oh. I'm pretty sure that's a security thing like yeah. they've
2: got the magnets or something where yeah you can't it was definitely actually... a
3: magnet thing yeah. and I was like I literally just looked to that's the side I was so like okay oh, <laughs> like I had to reverse repark the trolley get my stuff out and then just walk away and these people are probably thinking in my head like what the hell is this girl trying to do that's so embarrassing
2: because they don't have that in Queensland no I don't, they don't. Think. so that's why and you see people homeless people like walking the streets with the trolleys and stuff like that so every Everyone kind of does it, but not allowed to do it in Sydney. Not allowed to do it in Sydney. No, that's for sure. Oh, how embarrassing for you. Yeah. I'm so glad I wasn't with you.
3: (laughs) But those are the moments where you just have to own it. Like, I just had to act like, yeah, I was supposed to be trying to steal this thing. I was supposed (laughs) to park it, reverse and park it and take all my stuff out. But people ask us all the time about how we're so confident. And what do you think? Do you think you're confident? I
2: feel like I'm still a work in progress. Okay. I feel like you and Deja, so my youngest child, Deja, 11, and you are way more confident than me. Yeah. I feel like I'm constantly trying to pull myself up and you know even you guys like like when I'm looking in the mirror some days I'll be like oh I look so fat and you'll get angry at me you'll be like mom shut up and even Deja does it so I feel like I'm definitely still a work in progress yeah
3: I feel like everyone's like kind of a work in progress because you can't be like confident all the time yeah like that just doesn't exist I don't think but yeah
2: unless you're Kim K and have like millions of dollars and And a BBL and a
3: BBL (laughs) If I had a BBL, it would be over for everyone. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Like, just wait. I agree. (laughs) Just wait. But, yeah, I feel like I am more confident than you. But I wasn't always. Why? When did it change? I feel like after I graduated high school, I became more confident because I was like, I just got bullied in school. Yeah. And I was like, didn't want to be out anywhere, like was not confident at all. So you think the
2: bullying really, like, affected your confidence and made you
3: feel yeah but it made me funny so it was like kind of worth it <laughs> you know what I mean so now I'm funny and I'm confident in like the way I look but yeah I feel like after high school I was just like who's gonna judge me now yeah but I wish you- I was more confident in high school yeah. You know what I mean? Because th- it was just such a stupid reason not to be.
2: I feel like you were really confident in high school, though. Like, you applied for school captain. You were- Weren't you house
3: captain at one stage or? Um, I don't remember that. Oh, Maybe no. in primary school I was house captain. But I feel like, honestly, that was just me faking it. Faking it Like, to I you- was yeah. – I was pretending to be confident. I was pretending to be like someone else, mm. whereas now I'm confident in like who I actually am. I love that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was being confident. I was. I, I applied to be school captain because it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Did you even hear my speech? I was like... Oh, gosh. I I remember forcing you. I was like, you better apply for
2: school captain. No way. I didn't force me. Well, I didn't force you, but I was, like, encouraging
3: you. I was like, yeah, you should do it. You're amazing. So funny. You should have heard my speech. I was like, yeah, and I think we should have a Mario Kart tournament in the hall at the end of the year. Like, yeah, I was giving the most empty promises out, like, (laughs) left, right, and centre.
2: And I remember after everyone had done their speeches, the teachers got up and said – Make sure you don't vote based on popularity. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, like that. What? No, it wasn't the teachers. It was oh. a girl who spoke directly after me because oh, no. the crowd was cheering.
0: Yeah,
2: everyone was
3: hyping me up, and then she <laughs> was like, "I just want you guys to not vote based off of popularity." I was like, "Queen, <laughs> it's not that deep." Like, I didn't. Anyways, the vote was rigged because I know I should have won. <laughs> I, I one hundred percent. But the teachers obviously were like, "We should probably choose someone like." He's a good candidate. But, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so, were you a popular girl? I don't know. I think I was known, mm-hmm. but I wasn't popular. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't care about that. So, but yeah, I feel like that confidence was just fake. It was. Fake until you make it. It was confidence of like, I can do anything, but it wasn't confidence in like, I felt comfortable in like how I looked. Mm-hmm. And do you have that now? Yeah. Love it. I'm like the most confident I've ever been. I love that. Because. I don't know, I'm just very sure of myself now. Did something happen between you leaving
2: high school and now? Um I got dumped.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so that made you confident? Yes. What? Explain that. I because don't everyone was
3: like, this is the worst mistake of his life. Like he fumbled a baddie. And I was like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally fumbled a baddie. Like.
2: Wow. I-, I don't
3: know. It just gave me a lot of confidence because. I didn't have to rely like I was forced to not rely on someone Mm -hmm. to make me feel sure I just felt sure of myself by myself for the first time in so long I love that you know what I mean like I changed the way I look I changed all my silver jewelry to gold I bought new clothes I changed my room and I was just like finding out who I actually was without anyone else yes and I feel like that's what made me confident what a queen Girl boss. Yeah. (laughs) I love
2: that. So do you feel like your friends really helped you
3: come out and like, you know, be more confident? For sure. I feel like when, you know, I was, I didn't really have many friends, like proper friends after high school. And then when I started reconnecting, like they helped me so much, especially with my confidence. Because even though I am confident and I say I'm confident, it's because I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not confident. I hate everything. Like... You have to be you have to say it to believe mm. it as well. And like there was definitely days where I'm like even now I'm like I'm such a failure. Like and my friends are like, Letitia, like, look at how old you are and like how much you've achieved. And even like from my breakup, they're like, look at where you were, like literally on the floor crying for hours, like couldn't move, couldn't do anything, and now like, I'm not phased at all. Like, I feel great. I can, like, I've flipped my life around. Mm. You know what I mean? For and sure. I feel like having friends there really helped because they just remind you. Because mm. sometimes I feel like when you're lacking confidence, it's not because there's anything wrong, it's because you're just failing to see in the moment. Yeah. Like, you're failing to see that you're actually great.
2: Yeah. And your friends kind of showed you Yeah,
3: your friends, like, remind you. Yeah. And, you know, you remind them. That's just, like, how the friendship works. And when you have a friendship based off of, like, love and confidence and, like, you know, pushing each other to be great, you guys will all feel better in the end. I love
2: that so much because... Whenever you and T- Deja were, you know, growing up and having issues with friends, I always said to you, like, make sure you pick your friends very carefully. Yeah, and you want to have, you know, I always, I think there's a saying like, you become the person the average um, of five the people. average of five people that you spend the most time with. So if you're hanging around with people that are you know, super depressed, not feeling great about themselves, you know, getting into the wrong things, you're slowly going to follow that path. But if you're surrounding yourself with people who are like, look, life, it's amazing. Let's go to the beach. Let's go do this.
3: Yeah. And that average five friends I took with me through a lot of stuff. Like, you know, if somebody makes me feel bad or toxic, like if somebody's toxic or they make me feel bad, like I'm so quick to be like, Cut, by. You are the queen of cutting the people queen. out. As soon as someone does you dirty, you're just like, bye. Because honestly, you have to, at the end of the day, okay, I always used to get this mixed up. I would care about people more than myself, but you should care about yourself more. And if somebody's making you feel bad and they're not stopping after you tell them, literally buy. Like you mm. don't have time for that. Protect your energy. Your mm. energy is so important. And you'll actually find like when you do – think about the people that you keep in your life and, you know, if they're doing good things, they're really positive all the time, you will be like that theory about five people is so true because when you have a negative person in your life, you might not see it in the moment, but long-term you are going to go down the exact same path. They are energy vampires. Like they suck the life out of you. And like they can become envious and they'll just take, take, take. And like, of course – You know, there's different situations where some people are going through hard times and, you know, if you're a friend, you'll stick around. But it's different when it becomes toxic and, you know, you want to protect your energy, you just have to. Yeah. That's why I just cut people off because I'm not the one and today is not the day.
0: (laughs) Ready to pop the question?
3: What's your experience been like around confidence and how have like your friends helped you change that?
2: Yes, yeah, so I really struggled with confidence. So it's funny you say when you were in high school you really struggled with it because I did as well. Although I wasn't in high school, I was obviously a mum by the time I was 17 and the relationship that I was in was so toxic you know, domestic violence, um, just a horrible place to be at when you're a first-time mum, a teenager, and still kind of discovering who you are. Yeah. So my confidence was at an all-time low. And what made it worse was he was super controlling and so I didn't have any contact with my friends. I didn't, you know, my family wasn't really there for me because I didn't have a good relationship with them, so I didn't have anyone to turn to. What made me gain confidence was when I – so to give you a little bit of a background, he was, you know, obviously controlling my money at that point, um, controlling what I wore. So I was taking $2 at a time to save for a phone, like a prepaid phone. Like back in the day you used to be able to go to Telstra and get like these little crappy phones for like $50. So I eventually saved up $50, walked my – But down to Telstra shop, got my $50 phone and I started getting in touch with all my old friends from high school. And did he know? No. It was so scary because I used to hide the $2 in between your clothes. So like I'd have all your clothes kind of stacked up and I knew he wouldn't go through that because he's not going to fold clothes (laughs) and I had the money stashed in there and when I got the phone, I had the phone stashed there too. And so when I started getting back in touch with all my high school friends, they were the ones who were really breathing so much confidence into me saying, Kat, what are you doing? Like, you're better than this. You've got so much ahead of you. And hearing that after being in such a toxic relationship, made me believe that I could actually leave that relationship and start a new life. So friendship to me is so important. Yeah. Um and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for those people kind of telling me to get out of that situation. Yeah. Are you
3: still friends with any of those people? Of course, girl. Auntie
2: Mel, Auntie Mads, like all my aunties, all now. your aunties. Yeah. Oh like you call them auntie, but obviously they're just, they're not like blood related. <laughs> they're just really close friends of mine. So yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. And I feel like now you have so many people like hyping you up every day, so many followers, like loving you. And how's that like helps your confidence? It's helped so much and
2: it makes you feel so Grateful, and it's like an overwhelming sense of love. Like, I just feel so much love. And when I love it, when people come up to me and they're like, Hey, cat, and they give me a hug, I'm like, Oh,
3: (laughs) yeah, that's the best. It's the
2: best. Yeah. Like, I feel like I know everyone that comes up to me. So, it makes me feel so much better about myself because. I feel like I'm being looked after in some... Yeah,
3: especially, like, after you had no confidence and then just everything kind of changing really quick.
2: Yeah. You know? And it's such a weird thing to experience, especially when I was pregnant with you. Like, there was obviously a lot of bullying and, you know, people making fun of me and then to now have a 19-year-old child and have all these strangers say, you're doing such an amazing job, you're such an amazing mum, like it just makes me feel real good.
3: Yeah. What about you? How does it feel for you? Yeah, I think it helped my confidence a lot as well. Like whenever I'm having a bad day, like I'll go to my DMs and read, like I get so many nice messages and just seeing like the impact you have on people's life, it's amazing. But it also like makes you want to be a better person and, like, I think that's really cool. Like, the things I have used to value about being confident is, like, different now. Like, I – like, something I work on or, like, I love to do is just to be, like, the nicest person yeah. you will ever meet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's – like, that's literally been one of my New Year's resolutions every single year because it's crazy how much you can impact someone and how much – I mean, it's not like, oh, it makes you feel great, but it does have some effect on like, wow, what I'm doing is actually making a difference. And yeah. I feel like the confidence from that really helps as well to keep putting out content because like some days there'll be days where I'm just getting a lot of hate and I feel really bad about myself. But yeah, when you think about the overall impact... Mm. You know, it's so much easier to keep going. Yeah, for sure.
2: It was like when that. Do you remember when we were in Sydney and that young, two young mums with their babies came yes, up to us? Yes,
3: that was so cute. Was then we so, nearly cried.
2: I, we, we were almost in tears in almost the middle in of tears. Pitt Street because this, these two young. Teen mums had their babies in the pram and they came up to Tisha and I and they said I just want to say thank you because you've made us feel so
3: confident about being teen about mums. Being teen mums.
2: <laughs> and I was just like that is the sweetest thing ever. So it's almost like our confidence is helping other people and that's as well. And that's what like
3: yeah I feel like it kind of reflects back to us mm. as well.
2: Yeah. But yeah that was so
3: special. That was really special. I loved that.
2: So it's great to have that confidence about, you know, who you are as a person. I feel like sometimes on the internet, people can be quite critical about the way that you look image, like body image wise. How do you think you've
3: handled that? I've struggled like a lot with like how I look because a lot of my photos, like I'm in a bikini at the beach and like, it's hard, like putting yourself out there like that because, you know... Like, I'm also a growing teenager. Like, I have to kind of look of it as I'm still a teenager and I'm still growing because, like, I don't look the same as I did Mm. when I was, what, four years ago. And I always compare myself to that when I was, like, super, you know, skinny and I was, like, trying to gain weight. And now I think it's really hard because you see – like you see a thousand really nice comments like, oh, body goals, body goals. And then you see one bad comment and it's like, oh, like have you gained weight? Like, mm. but like commenting on like the most smallest thing and those are the ones that stick with yep. you forever. And it's so hard to get over that. And I feel like I kind of just remind myself that, you know, people who say this, it's just – like a one second thought in their brain and they're just speaking out loud like i i always feel bad like i'm like they're obviously going through something really hard and they don't know how to express it um because like hurt people hurt people mm. you know what i mean yeah i feel like even before social media like body image has always been like a thing like in the back of my brain but now it's kind of a little bit harder because when you see someone comment something, you know, it's there forever. Mm. And I always find myself like if there's a video where I'm particularly getting like a few comments, like I'll always go read it and like people are like, don't read your comments, don't read your comments. That's why like now like I'll read the nice ones and then when I see one bad one, like I'm done. Yeah. I can't read it. Yeah. Because it really does like affect you. A hundred percent. And it's like it's so hard because sometimes I second guess I'm like, should I delete this? Yeah. After one comment. I'm like, do I look bad? Like, yeah, I don't know. What do you feel?
2: I feel like being on social media has definitely given us insecurities. Mm. For example, our forehead, like I (laughs) literally did not have any insecurities about the size of my forehead until I started posting on social media and they were all, you know, all the rude comments on that and you get stuck into it and you read it and you're like oh my god maybe my forehead is too big do they have bloody reduction, forehead reduction. Forehead reduction. <laughs>
1: you,
2: you start like you know questioning the way that you look but if you asked me about my forehead two years ago it wouldn't even be an issue but because I'm in front of the camera all the time and people are being mean to me about it just it's an you. issue now it is an issue yeah so you know if you were struggling with your body size, let's say, and then there's people that are constantly saying this stuff to you, it does start to affect your mental health and you start to go, okay, maybe I should go on a diet, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. Um, so I think it's it's a big deal. Like it does affect us even though we say, you know, we're stronger than that, I think it does to some degree affect us.
3: I feel like that's kind of a part of the job of being on social media people are like it's so easy like yes the work is super fun and enjoyable but you put yourself out there to be criticized and Mm -hmm. hated on and there's only a few people who can do that who can really deal with being hated on and being judged and that's you know a portion of the job that you can't prepare yourself for yeah for sure and I think that's why people are like I don't know how you do it Letitia like look at like and I hate I hate when I see a hate comment. The thing that goes in my mind is I don't care if a random comments something, but I don't want other people to see it. Like Mm. I don't want friends that I know to see it because what if they're like, you know what, that is true. Yeah. Like uh, that's like the kind that I think that's the issue with me because I value the people's opinion who I'm around. I don't really value random's opinion, you know, but it still sticks with you.
2: Yeah. So knowing everything you know now and everything that you've dealt with, if you could turn back time and tell your 15-year-old self something, what would you say?
3: I would just tell her to just be sure of herself. And there's this theory that I actually have heard, but you just have to imagine like your five-year-old, three-year-old self is inside of you somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. And would you go to your three-year-old self and be like, you're ugly, look how fat you are. Like, no, you wouldn't say that. So why would you say it to yourself now? Because Mm -hmm. you're still that same person. So I think I would tell my 15-year-old self that, you know, you're still a kid and it doesn't even matter if you're an adult, like there's still a child inside of you that you have to take care of and you have to take care of yourself. And, you know, however you might find that, however you become confident, just do that and just be sure of yourself Yeah, in that way. I love that. I think. What about you?
2: I would tell myself that you can be, do or have anything that you want in life as long as you stay focused. I feel like I was really um, – I, I, m- there wasn't enough – belief poured into me so I really felt like I wasn't able to do anything and I feel like I needed someone to tell me that I was amazing just the way that I am just for someone to kind of make me believe in myself because I don't think I believe that I could do anything I just felt like a failure from the very beginning
3: (laughs) that sounds really depressing (laughs) that's the truth yeah and yeah I think you just need to remember that you're a baddie and you can really do whatever you want if you put your mind to it and that's where you know the confidence comes from for sure
2: so we love hearing your questions and if you want to send us a question you can find all the details in the description below so we're going to answer a question from Thea so her question is: I'm about to finish high school, and my mum is putting massive pressure on me to go to uni. But I don't know how to tell her. I think I want to take a gap year. I'm so scared to tell her because I know she'll freak out. Help me.
3: What wow, do you think? What Tish? a question. Um, first of all, do whatever you want. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, you are too young hold young. up how old is this girl she just finished high school so yeah, she's so 17 she's still
2: not 18 latisha she can i don't I, f- I i have to disagree with you she's still not 18
3: um, well let, let's say she's 18 <laughs> because she's about to be 18 in three months or something
2: <laughs> then that's a different story if she's you know over the age of 18, then that's definitely a discussion that she needs to have with her mum and explain to her mum why she wants to have a gap year. Um, yeah, I agree. I there feel, has to be
3: a solid reason.
2: Yeah, like for you, you didn't have a gap year because COVID hit. Like you literally couldn't go travelling. You were stuck on the Gold Coast so you were like, okay, I might as well just get started on my uni degree straight away, yeah. right? Yeah. But – If there's like a solid reason for why she wants to have a gap year, like maybe she's feeling stressed or, you know, needs to have a break or wants to go traveling, I think she needs to sit down and explain to that, explain that to
3: her mom, right? I feel like I'm a bit more free spirited. Like you guys have always told me to do what makes you happy and you know, if what, taking a year off, like you were just in school for 13 years, you haven't really had a break. You know, school is a lot different than uni, but I feel like it's super important to, while you're young at least, and while you don't have the stress of money and you don't have the stress of, you know, other factors, you should do what makes you happy. And you know, as long as, yeah, there's a solid plan, like maybe you're going to be working for a year and like you, you are going to go to uni or maybe if you have a business idea that you yeah. want to start up. Like you guys even told me, you were like, if you want to drop out in grade 10, Yeah. And you have a job or a business, you can do that. Like, as long as there's a solid plan, go ahead. And if you want to, like, go about telling her, the best way to do it is to just be honest. Yeah. Like, just be like, look, we're not going to agree on this, but this is what I'm doing. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. That's what I would do.
2: Yeah, but... For me, there would have to be a plan. There wouldn't be like, I'm having a gap year and I'm doing absolutely nothing but hanging out in my room. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> like, I feel like there has to be some sort of situation happening there. Are you going to be working? What are you going to be doing instead of going to uni? Like, you can't just be hanging around, you know, going out every single weekend, doing nothing. Like, there has to be something. For me, if you're under my roof, that's that's just my rules. So as long as you're going to your mom with a
3: plan, I think you'll be fine. I'm just a big believer in you should do what you want. Like even when we were talking about before, like cutting toxic people. <laughs> <laughs> like just, yeah, I think if you want to do it, you should, you know, take the right precautions, come to some sort of agreement. Maybe it's, you know, you work a job while you're having a gap year or maybe you go traveling and you're actually doing something with your time yeah rather than just staying at home but yeah to just go about talking to her I think just be honest and just you know have all the points out in your head and be like look we're not going to agree but this is what I'm doing this is why this is what I'm gonna be doing while I'm on my gap year and yeah if there's anything you want to say you can say it but you know, this is you are it. your own individual and if they kick you out. Yeah.
2: You're just going to have to figure out. it out. Like you're just going to have to deal with the consequences, right?
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: You have so. to go get a job, go start renting, pay rent, pay your water, pay. Your- <laughs> no, she probably would be a little bit more relaxed. Well, I would assume. But yeah, you just got to take that risk. hey?
3: Yeah. And you'd be surprised. Like you might think like, oh, she's going to freak out and kill me. Like usually that's not the case. Like At the end of the day, she is your mum, right? And she will have some sort of understanding Mm. there for you. So I think just talk to her and just see how it goes. You just got to have the conversation. The worst thing she's going to do is say no. But yeah, anyways, good luck, Thea, and let us know how it goes. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify. We have another episode on Thursday at 7 a.m. and it's going to be all about my dating life, so very juicy. Make sure you guys stay tuned for that um, and we'll see you then. Okay, bye. bye. Basically, Besties is recorded at Amplify Studios, situated on Gadigal land and hosted by us, Letitia and Kat Clark.